Thanks for checking out the One Church podcast today. If you are new to One Church and want to learn more about us, you can always check us out at imonechurch.com. Now, here's Pastor Brian Sparks. So honored to have you here on this special uh, Christmas service. Uh, I'm just going to talk for about an hour or two, and I'm uh, just totally kidding. You know, just got to bear with me for a few minutes. And so I know that there's kids here, and so I promise you this will not be the longest service. But uh, I just want to welcome our Sulphur Springs campus. We love you so much. Come on, give it up for them. And uh, everybody who's watching online, we love you. If you're ever in the area, please come in. We want to see you. Uh, I promise you this is the best church in around this area. And that's a, I am absolutely biased, but that's okay. So uh, we're so glad that you're here today. Hey, uh, I just want to let you know uh, that next week, somebody say next week. week. We do not have services next week. Okay. So I know just the, oh, just go ahead. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, uh, we, the reason why is because uh, we understand how hard our dream team work uh, to make our Christmas services happen. And so uh, we love our dream team and they give up their, uh, this whole weekend really to, to just prepare an atmosphere so that you can bring people and they can encounter Jesus. And, and they work really hard. And so we want to give them uh, that Sunday off and just to enjoy with their family. And so you get to enjoy your family. I promise you we will come back in January with guns blazing, ready to go. It's going to be good. And, uh, and uh, I'm excited about 2019. I believe the, uh, 2019 is going to be the best year yet. Amen. And I just got to thinking about this. This would be our last, uh, last Christmas service in the school. We'll be in a building and, uh, and, uh, this, this time next year, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for sure. So, uh, no, the building's moving along really well. And so I just want to uh, continue this series, Wonderful Anticipation. You know, waiting is a process. Yeah. And waiting, like they were talking about on the marshmallow video, it's, it's really easy when you're not the one doing it. It's really easy when, when you, know, you have everything that you need and you have everything that you want, but this waiting is happening in your life and it feels like it will never happen for you. In Isaiah 9, 6, it says this, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I'm going to read one more passage of Scripture in Matthew 1, 22 and verse 23. It says this, All this took place to, to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Just tell three people around you, say, God's with you. Come on, God is with you. And Lord, right now, we just thank you for this amazing service. Lord, we thank you for what you've already done in this service. And Lord, I pray right now for every person here. Lord, I pray that you would use me to speak to the hearts and the lives of your people. Lord, let every life be changed. Let no one leave the same. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. If you're taking notes today, you can title this message, Christmas List. The Christmas List. I don't know about you, but I love Christmas lists. Right? I mean, it, the reason why I love Christmas lists is because it takes all the guesswork out. Yeah, 
You're, you know, you, you don't have to try to figure it out because it, it gets complicated when you get, and the older you get, the more people you have to buy for. And so the list just seems to get longer and longer and longer. And so the, it, it's so helpful when somebody gives you a Christmas list. The other day, uh, my, my uh, uh, nephews and my niece were uh, at the house a couple of weeks ago. And I said, hey, you haven't sent me the list yet. And if you want anything for Christmas, right, you better get me the list because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, if you don't get me the list, I'm not going to know what to get you. And nobody wants to get the wrong gift. Yeah, nobody wants to get a gift that like people are like, oh, great. I got a re-gift. <laughs> I get to give this to somebody that I don't like or, you know, or your coworkers. So, you know, you, you're thinking about who could I give this to that might actually like it? And because and, and, nobody wants to do that. In fact, we all want to get somebody something that they want. We want to get them something. We want to be the present of the year. Every one of us want to be that. And, and, and it's so much easier when you have a list. So much better. It's so much easier. We all have that family member that won't ever tell you anything that they want. Come on, you know who I'm talking about. They don't tell you what they want because you should just know, right? right? You know me and, or, or, you know, you got the person that says, I have everything that I need. I don't need anything, but you're still going to buy them something. And you're like, well, just tell me what you want. And they won't give you the list because you should just know, Come on. right? They want you to pick up on the hints. Come on, husbands, you're listening to me at this point. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to pay attention when they walk by something and go, oh, this is beautiful. And they don't know the hint went right by you. Like you have no clue. Like just put it on the list, right? Give me a list with pictures, please, for crying out loud, pictures. And, and I'll make it happen because lists make all the guesswork go away. And when I started thinking about Christmas lists, I started thinking about this. That sometimes people go through their entire life without telling God what they want. They go through their entire life without telling God the desires of their heart, without praying anything, for, without asking for anything. And the truth is, is we, a lot of people think this, well, God knows the desires of my heart. God is all knowing, so God should know what I need and what I want, and it should just happen whenever I, whenever I need it, it should just appear in front of me. But here's the thing is that God loves when people ask. Come on. In fact, I like to say it this way, God likes a big ask. He likes it when you ask him for big things. He likes it when you go to him. In fact, in, in, uh, I love Matthew 7, uh, verse 7 through 8, it says this. Ask, come on somebody, say ask. Yes. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you for everyone, here it is again, who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. The one who knocks, the door is open. Do you notice there's something here that is required of you and God is saying that I am able to do whatever you need me to do. I'm able to meet every need that you have, but I want you to ask me for it. Because everyone who asks receives. Right. Everyone who seeks finds. Everyone who knocks, 
the door will be open. There's a great passage of scripture in Exodus and, and Moses is getting ready. God is telling him what he wants him to do. And he says, God, how am I going to do this? And he says, who am I going to say sent me? And he says, you tell them I am that I am sent you. And literally what that is saying is, I am whatever you need. I am whatever you desire. I'm whatever you need in the time being. You can just tell them that I am on their side. And I want you to know that the Bible says that he will be called Emmanuel, which is God with us. So no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through, no matter what seems impossible, can I tell you that God is waiting on you to ask? What do you need? What are you waiting for? Come on, that's great. What's the desire of your heart? So good. What's your prayer? That's right. What's that thing that you long for? Some of you have thrown away the list. Some of you have stopped asking God for anything. You sit back and go, well, it, happened, it hasn't happened for me at this point, so I'm just not, I'm done asking, I'm done waiting, I'm done, because it's easier not to ask, and, and, and then I don't expect anything, than to ask and have to wait. What's on your list? I would tell you this, that as we're getting ready to approach 2019, I, I would want to ask you this question, build a list again, or I would want to tell you that build a list again. We should have things on our list that are impossible for us to achieve. We should have things on our list that we go, there's no way that I can do this. Can I tell you that if you can do it in the natural and you can do it by yourself, why do you need God? And we need to get to a place to where we're praying big prayers and we're asking God for big things. And there's some of you that you started out and you asked God for some big things and you prayed some big prayers. But as the years continued to go on, guess what? You started slipping, saying, I can't ask anymore. It's not happened for me at this point. Why would it happen? What's on your list? You know, when we build a list, when we make a list and we start asking God for things, I think that there's a few things that we need to keep in mind. The first thing that we should always remember is this. We should be specific. Be specific what you ask for God. Don't be general. Be specific. This is what I'm wanting. You know, I always, I'm I'm making out something and I'm putting it on my vision board. And I'm like, man, in fact, I was showing somebody in the back. I got a Jeep, man, a four-door Jeep that I want so bad. I'm like, man, that look, I drive a 94 Ford. So I'm like, I'm ready, okay? I'm like 20 plus years in the waiting here. I'm, I'm ready for something new. And, and uh, not that I'm not thankful for what I got. But, but, but you know, but I'm sh- showing them this. Why? Because, because I, I, I'm being specific in what I want. God, this is what I'm believe, believing for. This is what I want. This is the desire of my heart. Do I need it? No, but I want it. So I'm specific. What do you you, you got to be specific when you start asking God for things. Joshua 14, 12. Joshua's talking and he says this, God, give me this mountain. I love that because he doesn't say, God, just give me a mountain like any old mountain will do. 
You pick one, I'll take it, whatever. No, it doesn't say it in the text, but I have to believe that Joshua is standing and looking at what he desires. And he points to that mountain and he says, God, I want you to give me this mountain, not a mountain, I want this mountain. And I love this because he was, the Bible says that he was 80 years old. He was an old man. It's never too late to ask God for something big, something greater than you can imagine. It's never too late. He said, God, give me this mountain. And some of you are are looking at what seems like a mountain in your life. Maybe it's a mountain of debt. Maybe maybe it's a mountain where it doesn't seem like your marriage can make it out of. Maybe it's a mountain uh, with your children. Maybe it's a mountain that you just, you, you, you have no peace, you have no joy, and you're sitting there and it feels like you're staring at a mountain. Can I tell you, look at that mountain and say, I want this mountain, God. I want you to give me this mountain. I believe that I can ask you big things. And I think, and I know, and I believe that I'll see it come to pass. Mark eleven twenty three. it says this. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, what mountain are you facing that mountain? If anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and doesn't doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Be specific. God, this is what I'm believing for. This is what I, this is what I want. I'm, I'm believing for it. The second thing that you need to know in making your list is you need to be persistent. Be persistent. Some of us give up way too soon. We throw in the towel way too soon. Abraham was a great man. And in fact, he says, the Bible says he's the father of faith. And God made him a promise that he would have a child. And he's excited because he wants a child. And he's, he, he, he's like, man, okay, this is great. And guess what? Year after year goes by and he doesn't have a child. It took 25 years for God to deliver his promise. 25 years of waiting and waiting and waiting. And I, what I love about Abraham is every time you see him talk to God, like they're just having a casual chat. And he goes, hey, God, you remember you remember the promise that you made me? Any day now. Hey, you remember what you said back then? Come on, you remember that day we were hanging out and you said that I was gonna have a kid? You know that day? Yeah. Would you, would you, you, I just want you to remember that. And what Abraham is doing is he's saying, God, I just wanna remind you and I'm gonna be persistent in the promise because I believe this, that you are the God that made the promise and you're the God that will fulfill the promise if I just remain persistent in holding on. To what you said you would do. Be persistent. Year one, it's easy. Year two, it's a little harder. Some of you know exactly what it's like to be in year 20. God, I'm waiting on the promise. Just be persistent. Don't quit. Galatians 6, 9. I love this. This is like my life verse. Says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time. There's a proper time. We will reap a harvest if we do not give up. I know it hasn't happened yet, but just be persistent. The last thing that you need to know when you're making your list is you need to be expectant. Remain expectant. 
keep, keep holding on and think that any day, every day that I wake up, I believe that this is the day that I could see the promise happen. I believe that this is the moment. I believe that this is the time that it could happen for me. Habakkuk 2.3 says this, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, here's the key, wait for it. Wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Every day you should be expecting God to to bring you your miracle. To show up and move on your behalf. Every day we should just expect, God, you're going to do it. I believe that you're going to do it. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I know this, that God, you made the promise and I believe that you can do it. You know, uh, we have this thing where at our house, presents don't go under the Christmas tree until Christmas Eve night. We, we, Santa puts his under, we put ours under, right? Because Santa's got some cutbacks, so we help him out just a little bit, right? So, but they don't go under there. And what's amazing is, is this is something that we always do. And what's, what's crazy is, is my kids always come up to me and they say, I can't wait to see what you got me. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? What I got you? I just can't wait to see what you got me. I know y'all got me something good. I can't wait to see it. There's nothing under the tree. But they know this, that it's somewhere. And they wake up every day expecting that on that day, it's going to happen for them. That all their dreams and their desires are going to come to pass. Why? Because we've never let them down and never failed them. They might not be seen, but they know it's somewhere. Can I tell you, you might not see the promise of God in your life, but it's somewhere. And it's on its way. And you can wake up expecting God to show up and move on your behalf. Remain expectant. Be specific. Stay persistent. Remain expectant. What's on your list? You know, the great French conqueror, Napoleon, on his quest to conquer the world, was just mowing through areas, conquering one after the other, after the other, One day he came upon an island in the Mediterranean and he encountered a lot of resistance, way more resistance than he planned, way more resistance than he thought was going to happen. In fact, the the battle that he thought would just take a few hours took days and days and days. And he lost more men than he ever anticipated. They finally conquered this island They're all hanging out, they're having dinner, celebrating the victory that they had won. And all of a sudden, this soldier comes up out of nowhere and stands by Napoleon's side. Napoleon looks up and says, what can I help you with? He said, sir, I want you to give me this island. The whole room fell silent. I mean, he's not asking for a biscuit here. He said, I want you to give me this island. And without thinking, he calls for a pen and paper. And right then and there, he writes a deed and hands it to the soldier. After everything was done and 
Some of the the main officers were standing around and asked Napoleon, how could you give him something that costs so much? How could you give him something that we fought so hard for? He's just a lowly soldier. And Napoleon responded, because he honored me with the magnitude of his ask. See, when we get as a church to begin to honor God with the magnitude of our ask, And we begin to pray big prayers. And we begin to pray bold prayers. And we say, God, this is impossible with men. But I know this, that all things are possible with you. What are we honoring God with? Start praying big prayers. God, there's no way in the natural I can make this happen. But I know this, that I serve the God who is faithful. I serve the God of more than enough. And if you said, you will do. Start praying big things. For Josh, it's healing from PTSD. It's on the list. For Edna, it's a baby. It's on the list. For Scott, it's a job. It's on the list. For Marisol, it's a mountain of cancer. Give me this mountain on the list for Daryl it's his kids and all my house will serve the Lord it's on the list what do you have on your list can I tell you this it's time to ask again it's time to believe again it's time to pray again he is God with you trust him with the list every head bowed every eye closed and Lord right now we thank you that you are faithful and Lord for every person in here believing God for a miracle Lord I pray Lord that they would not give up that they would not throw in the towel they would not stop believing Lord I pray that you would strengthen them Strengthen them in Jesus' name. With every head bowed and every eye still closed, maybe you're in this place and you don't know Jesus. You've never asked him into your heart. You've never asked him to be the Lord of your life. Can I tell you, friend, that he loves you and he cares about you? The Bible says this, that he has plans for you. A hope and a future. He's got great things in store for you. Today, it's time to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you're here and you say, Brian, I prayed that prayer. I've asked Jesus to be the Lord of my life. But I walked away. And today, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. I won't embarrass you. I'm not going to call you forward. But I am going to ask you to do something. I just want you to slip your hand up on the count of three. We're going to pray a prayer together as a church family. And I believe when you pray this prayer, if you believe in your heart, your life will never be the same. Say, Brian, that's me. I need Jesus in my life for the first time. Maybe you're here. You say, Brian, I need to rededicate my life to Jesus. Come on. One, two, three. Just slip your hand up. Put it right back down. Brian, pray for me. Amen. Brian, would you pray for me? Amen. 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 Can we pray this prayer together as a church family? Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Take my sin. By your grace. 
I take your righteousness. I make you the Lord of my life. I give you all that I am. I hold nothing back. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen. Come on, give it up for every person that prayed that prayer today. One Church, we aim to help you encounter Jesus. If this ministry has blessed you in any way and you would like to contribute financially, you can go online to imonechurch.com slash give. If you chose to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior or rededicate your life to Him today, then you can text the to 33733 so we can celebrate with you. Thanks for listening and have a great week.